Blog Talk Radio. With our own open world. 
Hallelujah. So that we can be led by the spirit of the truth and living God. So we can be guided in the right direction. Hallelujah. For his name's sake. Oh, yeah. And if his name is on it, it's going to turn out good. May start off bad, may start off rocky, but because of his name, it's going to turn out good. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is the name where the righteous can run in and be saved. And I'm thankful unto him this morning, hallelujah, that I can call on the name of Jesus at any time, in any place, and look forward to things changing, hallelujah, looking forward to feeling the, the spirit of the true and living God, oh yeah, it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. So we're going to pray, and uh, today we're going to talk about opinions and, you know, let me pray, and then we're coming back to this. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you, Father, for another Wednesday morning. Thank you for waking us up closed in our right mind. Thank you for the use and activity of all our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you today that you're for us. Thank you that you're on our side today in spite of us. We're grateful unto you this morning, Father. We appreciate you. We love you today. And we can't thank you enough for all you've done already, for what you're doing right now, and, Father, what you're going to do. Great and mighty things. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers this morning. Father, we thank you. We thank you. And, Father, I bring Brother Frank before you this morning and his sister. I bring Pastor David before you this morning. And, God, I ask today, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you would move for them in a mighty way. You know what they stand in the need of. God, we ask that you would touch and heal their family members that's sick this morning. 
Lord, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. It was you who took a beating for the healing of the nation. Do it this morning for them in the name of Jesus. And Father, anyone here sick today, anyone that's not feeling well, got a bad diagnosis from the doctor, we ask that you would move upon healing this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All we're pressing in to touch the hem of your garment this morning, knowing that we'll be made whole in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your healing power. And Father, we're trusting you because we know no other who can do what you can do. Hallelujah. Move for your people this morning. Do it in a mighty way, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I bring every caller and every listener before you this morning, those coming through the archives and the podcast, ask today, Father, that you would bless these, your people, with uncommon favor, uncommon blessings, uncommon miracles today, O oh God, Wednesday, October the 5th. 2022. Do it today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, parents, ask that you would strengthen parents in this hour. So much is coming against children. Lord, move by your spirit. The earth is, earth is yet yours, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Move today for parents and children in a mighty way, O oh God, all in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning that, God, you would bless us to open our mouth and cry loud and spare not. Help us today to hold up the bloodstained banner. Help us to let the world know that you so love them that you sent your only begotten son, that whoever will believe on you won't perish but have everlasting life. Father, nobody up here to want nobody to say nothing. If I believe this, it, it appears that I want everybody to believe the same thing that I believe. But God, you made us all individual. You made us all different. And Lord, we bind that spirit up in the earth in the name of Jesus and cast it back to the pits of hell, never to return. We plead the blood of Jesus against this spirit, Lord, that's in the earth that's causing separation, causing verbal fights, physical fights causing people to be ugly with each other. God, we bind it up and cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we lose freedom of speech for the things that are right. Those things that are not of you, those things that are not right, God, we bind it up again and cast it to the pits of hell, never to return in the name of Jesus. And Lord, whatever panel members join us this morning to share their opinions, we bind up the spirit of cussing. We bind up the spirit of fighting. Any type of fighting, any type of disagreement that's not constructive, we bind it up this morning and cast it to the pits of hell, again, never to return. And Father, we loose your spirit to flow. We loose the things of you to take place here today. We loose your spirit to take over everything. And that, Father, you would have your way in the name of Jesus. Or thank you today. We ask that you would rebuke the devourer. Father, for our sake, with freedom of speech, that, God, we are able to say what we need to say today. Or that the people will have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Help today, God, in the name of Jesus. 
And Father, we bring those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, everywhere, oh God. Preachers preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, we ask that you would lose your protected angels to stand watch to shield and protect Israel and Jerusalem today. Prosper Jerusalem. Uh, bless Israel today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, all our brothers and sisters overseas, we ask that you would bless today with uncommon blessings and favor and miracles today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Keep those that have to secretly serve you, secretly pray and secretly talk about you. Lucia, protecting angels to stand watch to shield and protect them. Keep them, Father, today from all hurt, harm, or danger. And Father, let them continue to share you with others, for you wish that none should perish. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you this morning, Father. We thank you. And Father, this morning we come praying for every American. God, whether they be good or bad, for you so loved us, you sent your son to die for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we ask this morning, Lord, that you would take the scales and the blinders off the eyes of the American people and let them see your son, Jesus. He suffered, he hung, he bled, he died, he conquered all and rose with all power. Do it today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon us all. Have mercy upon the leadership of America. And Father, we ask this morning that you would bless them and that you would remind them that without you, they can do nothing. Oh, we all need you, Father. Oh, and we need you today. Our children need you, grandchildren, great-grands. We need you today. For without you, Father, we can do nothing. You have blessed us to get to know you. And we're grateful to you. We appreciate you for it. Father, we love you for it. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. We worship you for it. For without you, we can't make it. You found a way to redeem man back to you. And we are one of the redeemed. And we're saying so today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do it today, God. Stir up this place. Make it better according to your will. Because your will must be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory this morning. We give you honor and praise. Have your way right here this morning. Have your way, God. Move the way you want to move. Because your way and your move is better than any move I could ever think of. Oh, for your glory today. That you'll be lifted up in the earth. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we can't thank you enough for hearing and answering our prayer. Hallelujah. We're casting our cares upon you, for you care it for us. And Father, you're for us, and we're more than, you're more than the whole world against us this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody. Nobody greater than Almighty God. 
And today people are not looking for truth. They're not looking for what's right. They're looking for what makes them feel better. And I'm going to tell you what would make us all be better and feel better. Is to seek his face. To pray, to humble ourselves, pray, seek his face. Turn from our wicked ways. It would make all our lives so much better. When we learn to accept good or bad or ugly, we accept what God allows. And we patiently wait on him. When he comes through, he's going to fix it all. When he comes through, we'll be able to say, I know my Redeemer lives. When he comes through, we'll be able to say, God did it. Hallelujah. The testimony is unto him. We'll take us out of the equation, as they say. We'll take us out of it. Pray, seek his face, humble ourselves, serve others. We won't get so caught up into our feelings. Oh, yeah, I'm spoiled. He spoiled me real good. But I can't be caught up into my feelings. I have to be caught up in faith. I have to be caught up in trust. I have to be caught up in walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's where I got to get caught up at. I can never forget him. I can never forget his ways. There are times if I make a mistake or or if I just straight up sin, he's going to tap me on the shoulder and remind me. And give me the opportunity to repent. And it's up to me to repent. And after I ask him to forgive me, I got to come back and forgive myself. Hallelujah. And then I can move on in him. And he's going to wipe that slate clean. And bring me past where I am right now spiritually. He's that kind of God. He loves us. He wants the best for us. But many times we don't want the best for ourselves. And I see the world don't want what's best for them. They want what makes them feel good temporarily. But to have eternal uh, forever goodness, you're going to have to seek God. You're going to have to accept his son, Jesus Christ, and watch what he did and do what he did. Hallelujah. Somebody told me yesterday, I heard it, say, I, oh, I forgive you, but I won't forget. I said, well, God forgive, and when he forgive, he forgets. Somebody said, but I'm not God. I said, but we're supposed to be like Jesus. His son, his son forgives, and he forgets. See, that's those people that have that form of godliness, and they're denying the power thereof. They honor God with their lips, but their heart be far from it. We got to forgive and forget, let it go. Take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Walk away. Lifting up the name of Jesus because he's going to come right behind you and fix it now. Whatever show up bad for you, God's going to turn it around for your good. Whatever show up that's ugly, if you accept what God allows and have the patience and wait on him and trust him, guess what's going to happen? He's going to make it turn beautiful right before your very eyes. Yeah. I've seen people that was against me, and God just turned that thing right around. Yeah. I've seen people that talked about me to other people. They said, oh, you don't know her. Now, I don't know her, but I don't like her. One lady said, she told told another one, hey, look here. You are crazy. You don't know that woman. That's a good person. 
and she can bake. Well, tell her to bake me something. He said, okay, I'll get her to bake you something. Then the woman come back and told me herself, oh, yeah, I talked about you like a dog. I didn't like you. I thought you wanted to be bougie and all of that. She said, uh, so-and-so kept telling me, oh, you don't know her. That's not her. Yeah, she'll get down with you with the street. Hey, look here, you don't know her. You don't know where she been. Yeah. <laughs> God is faithful and God is good. And we got to trust him. Again this morning, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But by faith, the elders obtained a good report. And a lot of things we don't have because we don't believe. A lot of things we don't have because we don't trust God. A lot of relationships going bad because we keep in there with our hands trying to fix it. No, ma'am, and no, sir, let it go. Let God do it. But we're so afraid, oh, my husband's going to leave me. Oh, my wife's going to walk away. Look here. Trust God. Because sometimes they can leave, but God can bring them back. Better, the new improved husband, the new improved wife, that you'll never be at this point in your life with them again. Everything will begin to go smooth and last a long time until one of y'all die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we got to learn to trust God. Oh, the kids, oh, I know they're bad. Oh, don't call children bad, but that's what they are. The behavior is bad. So we put them on the altar and we don't play. If you tell your child something, it may hurt you, but stick it out until the end. You got to be consistent with children. Because if you say you're going to do something and when time comes to do it, you don't do it, they don't believe you. They're going to do worse. But if I say, if you go out this house without my permission, I'm going to punish you, that's what's happening. Yeah. You went on out there. And then while you was out there, I was troubled in my spirit over you. I was over-concerned. You caused me to worry, and worrying is a sin. So what I need you to do is go up to that room, open that closet door, and clean and organize that closet. And I want it done in a timely fashion, and I want it done right. I'm coming up to check. And let me tell you something. Every 10 minutes, I'm up there. I go back downstairs and do some up in five minutes. Because you got to keep surprising them. They don't know what's going to go on. In five minutes, I'm back up there watching you clean that closet out. And organizing it to perfection. Because you on punishment. And you got a lot of days to get a lot of things done. No phone, no TV. Game, what is that? No ma'am, no sir. You will come down for dinner. You would tell me what's happening in school. We're going to make sure that homework is done and you back up in your room. You back up in your tower, <laughs> in your castle. Until the days I said it in, ends. Yeah. Because look, there is so much going on. Oh, they clowning on the job. They acting a fool with you on the job. You're going to put it on the altar, and now you're going to do better work than you ever did. You're going to do your best work now because you done put that thing on the altar, and you want to show God, it's not me, Lord. I want to obey. You said come subject to the higher power. 
I come subject to my supervisor as long as he's doing the right thing. But when he's not doing right, God, I got to bring that to you. But I got to keep working, and I'm going to give my best work. And when you look up, God done took care. Sometimes that same supervisor out the door before you. Sometimes that same supervisor pay cut, but yours increase. I'm talking about faith in God. I'm talking about trust in God. Oh, it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Listen, today we're talking about Americans and and their opinions. Because I, I can talk about us, the American people, and opinions. And, you know, I, I see it everywhere sometimes, in other countries, you know, other nationalities. But guess what? I know about us. I want to talk about us today. And they put a, a name uh, before most Americans. If, if you're not white or Caucasian, okay. I'm considered black American. Don't make no difference. I'm an American. Yeah, I believe in the red, white, and blue flag. I believe in keeping the country safe. I believe in paying taxes. I believe in keeping trash off the streets. I believe in helping one another. I believe in supporting whatever keep us safe and whatever keep us good and whatever is good for us. I believe in it. I believe in honoring the leadership of the country. I don't care if they're good, they're bad, or they're ugly. They've been chosen to be the leader. I have respect. Now, I may not agree or may not like everything that they're doing, but I have respect. Yeah, and I thank God because God allowed them to be in there, and I accept what God allowed. So look, there's so many opinions, so so much different stuff now. I know many of us that are older, we remember the times when we could say what was right, and nobody wanted to fight us. We could tell the truth, and nobody wanted to fight us. Many times people accepted the truth because they knew that's what it was. I'm not saying everybody come from a good home, a good background, or any of that, because back in the day, just like children are suffering now, they suffered back then too. A grandmother had to raise them. A aunt had to raise them because the parents walked away. The dad was never there. And the mom got tired and she left. So a family member took the child in. And so we come on up through the ranks until this day, 2020. Nobody care about what nobody think in a way. It's my thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you have an opinion about what I'm doing, I hate you for it. Whatever I do, just agree with me. Don't say nothing about it. Mind your business. You are my business. You're a human being. And we're supposed to love one another. I don't care about you being in the world. I got to love you. And if I love you, I'm going to tell you what look crazy on you. If I love you, I'm going to tell you when you're getting all these piercings, when you're getting all these tattoos, 
Uh, when you're out here, you, you, you weigh 300 pounds, but you out here in something that a woman who weighs 98 pounds soaking wet with cat eye glasses and a mink stove on. I need to tell you, it's not a good look. Now, you may get angry and you want to cuss me out and you want to fight, but I told you the truth. And it's up to you to continue to be a fool. It's up to you to keep uh, looking crazy because if you're out there like that, something is wrong on the inside. Your mind is messed up. Yeah. Your mind is is really messed up. Irene, I got your message and I understand and, and just do it. Yes. Because it's quite late there. Yeah, so I understand. Thank you, ma'am. Listen. We got to consider God. Now, I, I'm, now, I'm talking to the Christians. Now, I'm talking to the believers. I'm talking to the saints of God. We got to consider his way, not our way. Because the scripture again this morning says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Listen, listen. Old things have passed away. The old things that I used to like that wasn't right has passed away. I've decided to make Jesus my choice. I've decided to do it his way. But when we can't, it's people with the form of godliness. And they're denying the power thereof. Listen, they honor God with their lips, but their heart is far from it. And the reason I say that, because if you got your heart set in and on him, you're going to do things his way. And the only way you don't know this, you haven't been in the word. You, You haven't studied the word of God. And God has not given you revelation of his word. He gave a dress code. He gave behavior codes. He told the husband what to do for the wife, the wife what to do for the husband, that the parents to do for the children what's to be done, and the children to do what's to be done for the parents, even your animals, even your food, again, your clothes. God has given the word of how we are to behave, how we are to carry ourselves. We're representatives. Some people say we're ambassadors of his. If I was an ambassador to the president, I could not be out here just wilding out. I could not be 65 with purple hair. I could not be 65, an ambassador to the president with my hair all walked and locked and walked up and looking like a fool. He's not going to allow it. There'll be a meeting. Barbara, I need you to meet. Yeah, because they're going to talk about it. See, but people want what they want, and they want it the way that they want it, and they'll use any excuse to get it. I can remember a young man, he had dreadlocks. And he said, but when I go for a job, I can't get no, I said, the hair. Oh, no, I'm not changing. Uh, I'm not rolling over for nobody. I said, well, after a while, you're going to have to roll somewhere because you're going to need some money. Because it takes money to live. And you won't always be able to get unemployment. And I feel like this. If you come to my house and I say, take your shoes off. 
and you don't want to take your shoes off, I, I have to close my door and lock it so that you can't get in. I said, take your shoes off. Coming in my house is my house. You control nothing here. I'm the captain of the ship, and there would be no mutiny. So on a job, if the dress coat and they fought and they fought and they, and now they letting them come on with the guac guac whoop, whatever they got. But listen, uh, on a job, I give a dress code for my employees, the people I want working for me. I said men have haircuts, and women, you have a nice, neat hairdo. It could be your natural hair, but I need it nice and clean, nice and neat. On Friday, is casual Friday. You can wear jeans, but I don't need them so tight until when you, you if you have to bend over for something, the back of them rip apart. I don't need that. They can fit you, but I don't need them so tight on you. Women, I need you to wear blouses, but I don't need you to wear nothing low cut, showing all your breasts. This is a place of employment, and we're going to show respect to each other in here. That's the way it would be for me. And if that's the the dress code, if that's what the job requires, why apply? You see what the dress code is. You don't want that dress code. Go find a job that allows you to have the dress code you like. Don't come over here trying to change my business. But they kept fighting and they kept complaining and they kept crying until they gave it to them. Now they go to work looking like a fool. And guess what else? When people see them, they're afraid of them. This is why the company tried to have a normal dress code so that they can continue to get customers, so that they can continue to give you a paycheck nobody could understand. So, again, they scream, they scratch, they cry. Oh, you're prejudiced against my hair. Oh, it's this or it's that, one thing after another. Because in your opinion, that's what you wanted. You took no consideration for the company where you was applying because all you was applying for a job to get money. You never considered hard work. You never considered I'm going in the company and I'm going to work to make it better so that I can make better pay so that I can have a better position. Never crossed your mind. Yes, sir, facial tattoos in the workplace. I come in and you tat it up, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm gone. If I met a man and he was tatted up, I, I can't go out with you. I, 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 uh-uh. Relationship, I, I don't even want a friendship with you. If I'm honest, and I know you're tatted up, whole sleeves on you, all across your chest, your neck, half of your face gone. Sometimes most of the face gone. I consider men. I don't consider monsters. I don't consider thugs. That's not my lifestyle. And if you say anything about it, they want to fight verbally or fight physically. May shoot you because you don't agree with what they like. 
you don't agree with their opinion. Everyone should have an opinion, but I shouldn't force mine on you, and you shouldn't force yours on me. We're human beings. I'm hoping. Because the way this thing is going, the, the behavior of what we're calling people is not the behavior of human beings. No, we have hearts. Now, there will always be some evil people in the world. Yes, yes, yes. But when you look out and you see, it, it appears to be the majority of the people in the world that's evil like this. You can't help but think, what happened to the human beings? And you have people afraid to say anything because they feel like these people are going to beat me down. They're going to fight me. They, look here. Until the day I die, I'm going to have an opinion. Until the day I die, I'm going to have a voice. And in America, it was saying we the people. And we have freedom of speech. But it's looking like that's being taken from us or has been taken from Say something about something. And see, don't it cause a fight. Now, all that I said about that hair and the tattoos, now, now, now people hear that, they want to fight. Well, I won't go listen to her no more. I'm going to write her and tell her about herself. Save your ink and your paper. It won't do you any good. Save your ink, your time, and your paper. And keep your opinion to yourself because I'm not interested. I know right from wrong. I come up in a time when people have respect for each other. There's no such thing today as respect. Husbands don't have respect for their wives. That's why they cheat on them. Wives don't have no respect for their husbands. That's why they cheat on them. Respect is a thing that would keep you, I want to say, going in the right direction. Because if you say now it'll keep you in your place, people have a fit place. You say women have a place. Oh, women got a place. I don't have no place. I can do what any man can do. The devil is a fool and a liar. We can think any way we want to. We can try to change the way everybody thinks and, and reverse it to the way that man thinks and, and take God out of the equation. It's just going to be a mess. I can say I'm a man all I want to. But a 6'3 man, 280 pounds, if he hit me right with his fist, I'm down for the count. I'm out like a light. The man that can throw garbage all day, pull garbage cans and dump it in the truck and go to the next house and pull the can. I'm no comparison to him. I'm just telling you the truth. I know my boundaries. I know what I can do. And that's another thing today. We have no respect because we have no boundaries. No respect for nothing and nobody, no boundaries, no nothing. This is who I am. Accept me. This is what I do. Accept it. And if you don't, they want to hell raise and fight you. People get mad about your opinion. You're not paying my bills. You don't live in the house with me. 
But what I say evidently is touching something that you know is wrong that you're accepting. You know it's wrong. But today, no freedom of speech. Again, I come from an era of respect. We respect our elders. We respected our teachers. We respected adults, period. You wasn't outside the house doing any and everything in front of adults. Even in front of other children, you had certain friends that you sneaked around with to do these. Not all your friends, not all the, the, the you you knew you were out there doing wilding out with them. No, because you knew it was wrong. But today they don't care. I had a friend, her name was Wilhelmina. And when I chose to do bad as a young girl, Wilhelmina and I was together. I wasn't hanging out with Deborah. I wasn't hanging out with Janet. Oh, no, 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 no. Gwen, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. <laughs> because they would tell on me, because they knew I knew better, because we got this basically the same training. Our parents knew each other. But Wilhelmina, my parents knew her mom. And her mom was a different kind of freedom, open door, wide open, do what you want, mom. But see, when I got with Wilhelmina, we could sip on ripple wine in the form of the 44D bottles. You know, the cough syrup been used up, but it's just a, a little bit in the bottle, you know, then settled in there. And she sneak and pour the ripple in there and bring me a bottle, and she got a bottle. And we going for a walk because we sipping. Yeah, she said, listen, people chew tobacco. You want to try it? I said, well, where you get tobacco from? From my house. Mama been trying it. I said, girl, you feel it? She said, mama won't know it. Mama won't know it. I said, let me see what it looked like. She showed me what it looked like. She said, don't swallow it now. You got to keep spitting it out. Yeah. You see, then went home. Brush my teeth and all of that, and uh, ate something, and you know you couldn't tell I had chewed tobacco. You couldn't tell I had sipped on the ripple with a little cough syrup in it. You see, all these crazy things. But you could not be out in the open just doing any and everything you wanted to do. You didn't want nobody to see you. And guess what? A lot of times it wasn't so much that you were going to be punished as it was you would be embarrassed that people found out you were doing these kind of things. Yeah. But today, no respect not even for themselves. And I've heard them say, have the nerve to say, uh, you're not going to disrespect me, but you're disrespecting yourself. You don't care about you. Why should I? If you don't love you, should I love you? That's the way the world looking at it. If you don't care about the way you dress and what you say and what you're doing, uh, I don't either. So there would be some things said in front of you that you won't like because you're disrespectful to yourself. 
I'm talking to the believers today too now because we got a lot of them that's just like the world. You don't know any difference from them than a worldly person. You don't know no difference. They all going the same way. They all acting the same way. But the believer got a charge to keep and a God to glorify. The Christian have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. The saints of God have a a charge to keep and a God to glorify. We all have a God to represent. How are you representing God? How would people know you? Is it just by your talk or is it by your actions? How would people know who you really are in God? Yeah, I have an opinion. And I voice my opinion. Who like it, like it. Who don't like it, don't like it. They told me I have freedom of speech. I can get on the corner and preach whatever I want to preach. I've seen people out preaching the truth and other people come against them. I thank God I never had that experience. Well, mob come against me for the truth. Yeah. Because I would want the angels of the Lord to come and touch every one of them. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. But today, as believers, we should be holding up the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ. He shed his precious blood for us. He suffered for us. And when we hear what's wrong, when we see what's wrong, we should say something about it and not cower down talking about you'll run them away. Talk. Well, goodbye. The devil looks better on the go, going on away from me. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to tolerate it. God bless me real good. I promise you. Anything that's not like him, I, I can't be bothered. And it's not that I don't love people, but I don't support foolishness. I don't support nonsense. I'm going to tell you the truth. Now, if you accept the truth of God, we're good to go. If you don't accept the truth, then how can two walk together except they agree? I'm, I'm going to need you to put two eggs in your shoe and go ahead and beat it. Yeah. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am today. Because either you're going to do what I'm doing or I'm going to do what you're doing. And if you're not doing what God says to do, I can't do you. That's just the bottom line. Now, that's not an, an opinion. That's my way of living. That's my life. It's to obey God so that I can continue to be blessed. Because, see, I see you not blessed. Every time I turn around, I'm needing to do something for you. You can never really do nothing for me. Your mind is not on being a blessing to me. Because you're not blessed. You're not a giver. You're a receiver. And God said it's more blessed to give than to receive. So why would I take your weight? So that I can scrape on the bar on the bottom of the barrel too, no sir and no ma'am. Anything that's not like Jesus, I gotta separate myself and come out from among it. Because I want to continue to be blessed. I want to continue to sleep good at night, have peace in my house, pay my bills. I don't have to work so hard. 
I don't have to punch the clock on man's job because God is blessing me. I'm a giver. Your opinion don't really too much matter with me because you don't have the right opinion, because you don't have the right spirit in you. It's got to be the spirit of God that you allow to lead and guide you in the right path for his name's sake. His name is on it. Anything his name is on, it's a good thing. Anything his name is on, it's going to end up being truth. It's not a lying God. He's not, he, he, the word maybe is not even in there for him. The word might is not even in there because either it is or it is not. There's, there's no in-between with God. Either it is up or down, over or under, yes or no, right or wrong. You don't have no guessing for you. You don't have to guess it because either it is or it is not. But we want this stuff. We want to play pity pad and hopscotch and uh, jump rope and uh, play hide and seek. We want to play. God has said what he meant, and he meant what he said. And they're trying to unscrabble it, and they're trying to add to it. They're trying to take away from it. They're trying to make it seem this way. And he was, if the understanding was that way, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't be fooled. Don't be tricked. And they got you thinking you're going the right way and you're on your way to hell and don't even know it. I'm telling you the truth this morning. We got to get this thing right with God for ourselves. And you can't seek him on a Wednesday. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, you back doing your thing. And on Wednesday, you go for Bible study. Now, you got to have a personal Bible study at your house with yourself. And if you mean it from your heart that you want a true understanding of the word of God for yourself, God will give that to you. Because he said to study to show yourself approval. A work will need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And guess what that means for you? you you're a workman. And you divide the word of truth for yourself. You get an understanding for you because you're just as important as anybody else. Or you may be ignorant to the word of God like many people are. So you want to study. You want to know for yourself, Lord, what does this mean? I see so many teaching that thing and it's straight up wrong. And the people just eating it up. And you can tell it's wrong because the people have a world of mentality. If the word don't cut you, because it's sharper than any two-edged sword, if that word don't cut you, and you got to say, ooh, ouch, something is wrong. When the message of Sunday is coming forth, if you say, ooh, ouch, something is wrong. I remember one Sunday my bishop was up preaching, and he was laying the law down. And I was sitting on the second row, almost on the front row. And boy, he brought that word to me. He had the pulpit, but the word come right in front of me, in my face. I remember moving my foot. Ouch. Yeah. 
because that word got me. I wasn't where he, he was bringing that word from, but I knew it to be the truth. And I sat there and I repented and I said, Lord, help me. Help me to get there, God. Lord, help me. That when this, this word come back around, it won't find me empty. It won't find me in the same place, but it'll find me doing what your word say I'm supposed to do. As your child. Hallelujah. But we don't like all of that. Many of us, we we, squat, we cry and scream and yell and throw temper tantrums because of the words. No, that is not what he's talking about. I can't go back over there no more because she's talking crazy over there. I know that's not what God, yeah, that's exactly what he's talking about. Getting your heart fixed and your mind regulated. He's talking about if any man being Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things become new. He's talking about giving up your past, that stuff you used to do out there. All of it. Because see, sometimes when we come to him, we want to get rid of all of this, but we're going to keep that right there. I'm raising my right hand because I was guilty. I, I, I didn't mind giving up the cussing and the weed and the drinking and the clubbing. But them fellows, the fellows, what, what am I going to do about the fellows, y'all? I, I love the fellows. <laughs> you got to give them up too, Barbara. Hold up, wait a minute now. Yeah, they got to go. Don't let fornication be once named among you. If you're not married to him, you have no business with him on that term. You can't lay and play with who you're not married to, Barbara. And I, I, I was trying to figure a way. You can't figure no way. I said don't let fornication be once, not one time, named among you. Nobody should be able to say Barbara fornicating. He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. I want to read this, and then we're going on to talk about American people and their opinions. And I want to play some clips so you can hear some things. And <laughs> I'm honest with you that some of the stuff I heard people say in the political ring about a president or a senator or governor or mayor, some of the stuff they said, I couldn't believe they said it. And it was so funny to me. I'm telling you, I said, Lord, help me because this is crazy. And they were so angry. And they in leadership in the country. I said, my goodness, yeah. First Kings 18 and 21 says this, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. See, because sometimes folks, I'm God, I want God's way. I want God, I'm going to do it like, no, you're not. You want Baal and you want Baal's way. 
See, because if you get Bell's way, if they make you angry, you can cuss them out. <laughs> Might shoot them or cut them or stab them. I don't know. Might trick them in some kind of way real bad. And many do. They want the way of the devil. Don't even know it. Yet in bondage to sin, don't even know it. They think they've been set free. No, you haven't. Because you can't turn the ways of the world loose and come fully to God and let him be the God of your life and his word rule and reign in your life. You apply his word to everything concerning you in your life. Don't make you perfect and make you striving for perfection. You're striving more daily to become perfect like Jesus. He knew no sin. He, he never sinned that I saw. I saw him went to the wedding and turned the water into wine. They ran out of wine at the wedding. And you know they was having a reception. They was partying. Mm-hmm. Opinion. So listen to this. I, I, I want to see if you can hear this. I hope I have it turned up loud enough. Now, I hope y'all could hear that. (laughs) This is, wait a minute, I got to go back. This is Senator John Kennedy. And all of the things, oh, did we go out? Oh, you didn't hear, they couldn't hear it. Okay, wait a minute, Louis, wait a minute, I'm coming. So you wasn't able to hear that. I don't know why. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to one more song because I have to find another clip anyway. God is good. Up down. Everybody sing. I want to tell you that God been good. Everybody say all of my life. Come on, time.
your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Prophet Brian Kahn singing the old time songs there. And uh, I love all of that. I love all of that. But listen, this is what I was uh, playing, but I didn't know anyone couldn't hear it. So this is what it is. It's uh, Senator John Kennedy. And uh, he, he's sharing his opinion on on different things uh, about political things, the president, you know, what these people are doing, what those people are doing. So I want you to take a listen to this. In the modern political world, the terms left-wing and right-wing can often be heard and misunderstood. But what do these terms mean, and where do they come from? The terms left and right were first used in an ideological context during the French Revolution of the 18th century. Those on the left were in support of the revolution, and those on the right supported the monarchy. This idea of the left supporting change and the right wanting to keep the status quo continues today and is key in some of their philosophy. The difference between left and right-wing ideology fundamentally comes down to the balance between individual liberty and government power. The left strive for an equal society and believe that the state should play a substantial role in people's lives. This means increased regulation on business and higher taxes on the rich. The left also tend to hold more progressive views, often opposing the death penalty while supporting same-sex marriage and women's right to abortion. 
The left have more lenient views on immigration and are usually the driving force behind any separation of church and state. Economically, the left often follow the Keynesian, or is it sometimes called the interventionist school of thought. In brief, this system would have the government intervene to avoid an economic recession. This means taxing highly during good or boom times and spending this money when the economy truly needs it. The level of government interference varies by how far left it is, with communists wanting complete control over all aspects of the economy, whereas the centre-left want only moderate intervention. The right believe that a level of social inequality is inevitable, and think that the government should have a limited role in people's lives and business. This is, as the right believes, that preserving personal freedom should be the government's main goal and should not impose too many rules on people's lives. The right also tend to hold more traditional and religious attitudes than the left, often opposing things those on the left support, such as same-sex marriage and women's right to abortion. Economically, the right can often be seen using the new classical approach, which includes having a laissez-faire policy. This roughly translates to leave things alone and means less regulation to increase innovation and lower taxes to increase growth. In short, the right views government interference in business as a bad thing and thinks that the market prospers best when left to its own devices. Parties on the left include Labour, the Greens and the Democratic Party, while those on the right include the Republicans, Conservatives and the UK Independence Party. There is also a centre ground where parties like the Liberal Democrats lie. These parties hold views from both the left and the right. This all being said, the use of left and right to describe modern political parties is not always accurate. There are actually many different political spectrums that can be used to judge how far left or right a party is. Parties often judge themselves based on other current political parties. In this regard, Labour is often seen to be on the left and Conservatives are often seen to be on the right. In actual fact, lots of Labour policy actually places it in the centre or right of the political spectrum. The same is true in America, where both the Democrats and Republicans are on the right of the spectrum in political terms, even if the Democrats are sometimes seen as having more left-wing values. The political spectrum is also not just two-dimensional. Within both the left and the right, there are people who hold authoritarian and libertarian views. Authoritarians wish for greater government interference and libertarians want the opposite. As previously stated, the left tend to be authoritarian and the right tend to be libertarian, but this is not always the case. We are often taught the extremes of left-wing is communism and the extremes of right-wing is fascism. This is not strictly true, as the extreme authoritarian nature of fascist governments combined with left-wing economic beliefs make it hard to place on a political scale. While it is useful to have these labels in order to help the majority of people easily distinguish between different ideologies, it is also important to remember that they are not always accurate, and looking at the party's policy for yourself is often the best way to choose who gets your vote, rather than following a label blindly. Now, I'm sorry, I, I, I put uh, the wrong clip. This was the political spectrum, and it says that it was explained in four minutes. Uh, in the modern political world, the terms left wing and right wing can often be heard and misunderstood. But what do these terms mean, and where do they come from? I'm sure that's, yeah. 
uh, the terms left and right were first used in the ideological context during the French Revolution of the 18th century. Those on the left were in support of the revolution, and those on the right supported the monarchy. This idea of the left supporting change uh, and the right wanting to keep the status quo continues today and is key in some uh, philosophy. Uh, it, it's just quite a bit of stuff and all kind of names, the difference in ideology, uh, left-wing ideology, left-wing economics, right-wing uh, wing ideology, a right-wing economic, political parties, left and right in context, uh, libertarians and authoritarians, difficult to place on a scale, choose wisely, they say. So now this is all to take the spectrum of, of, of the political stuff. I'm going to put it that way. But now many different people have yeah, no, no, that wasn't John. <laughs> Stop it, I say, brother. Yeah, I love Kennedy too, the senator. But listen, he, um, I'm gonna let you hear what he had to say, and I only heard him cuss one time in there, but it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. But this is his opinion, and this is what he's saying, and uh, I, I wanted you to hear. I heard this, and I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I just laughed until I cried. And the expression on his face, if you go to um, YouTube, you can uh, get it from over, you can take a look at it on your terms. And it says, Senator Kennedy is on a rampage. He's a Southern politician, and he does not sugarcoat for folks at all. This is what it says about him. And so we're going to take a listen. Goat's milk, latte drinking, avocado toast eating. Can I take cocaine with my spouse? No, sir. No, sir. I did not call Senator Sanders an ignorant slut. I'm not talking about buying it, but let's suppose I, I came in one day and the cocaine was there. Uh, people who are, um, who are bilingual speak English and stupid. I don't know why we have to give money to countries that hate us. They should be able to hate us for free. Looks like we're giving Lindsay Lohan the keys to the minibar. President Biden is sort of like uh, Kevin Bacon at the end of uh, Animal House. I can't get my head that far up my rear end. So stick it up there, fact checker. They can kiss my ass. Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce, okay? My car doesn't run off fairy dust. My car doesn't run off unicorn urine. Christmas ornaments, drywall, and Jerry Epstein. Name three things that don't hang themselves. Ooh. My goodness, did you hear that? <laughs> that thing tickled me. I had never heard nobody come out with it like that before. Somebody in the White House has spoken the devil's lettuce. <laughs> screaming. Yeah. But this is his opinion of, of, of different situations in politicians, in the things that's happening in, in, in America. We have become too weak. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and we don't want the American way. We want everybody else's way but our own way. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, 
it's okay to, to let people in, you know, because people need a, a refuge sometimes. But are you going to the, overrun the country with more foreigners than Americans? I mean, where the job? Where the, where the, the money? Look at the homeless people. You have all this money to bring these other people in, and the people that was born and raised here having problems with a roof over their head, you can find a way to help them. But you can find a way to help all this excess stuff and these excess people. I heard him say you're giving money to the enemies, you know, countries that hate us. I think you should let them hate us for free. He said a lot of things in there. And we need to look. We're not against nobody. But I was born in America. Let's say you was born in Germany. I can't help what's happening to you in Germany. But if we overrun the country with Germans, we overrun the country with this and that and that, where does it leave the American people? American soldiers getting food stamps. Yeah. And that is very true because they're not making no money. But you got money to send to enemies. What in the world? What is going on? And everybody that come along and say they poor, you got some money for them. But the hard-working Americans that get up and went to work or get up every morning going to work, you don't have nothing for them. They got to keep paying for everybody else who who lazy, who don't want to work, who could care less about the American way and that's doing and every old thing. Something is wrong. I know they was against Mr. Trump when he said make America great again. They, they couldn't stand that and they switched it, tried to put it off on prejudice. He talking about sending people, black people, back to Africa. That man wasn't sending nobody nowhere. If you green, that's all he cared about, your race, your nation, your nationality, your race. He cared about that if he was green. Because he loved the green. He loved that green dollar bill. But if you wasn't green, that man could care less about that foolishness. But when he said, make America great again, I listened to his son one day. And I really listened. He was talking about making everything in America back American. Walmart and all your overseas workers, no, sir, you're going to have to get American workers if you're going to have Walmart here. All the too many foreign cars, no, no. You're going to have to get your American-made car. And you're going to have to take it to an American mechanic to fix your American-made car. Yes. Factories that went out, he was trying to open some doors so these things can come back so that the people could work and do a a good day's work for good day's pay. People that was in business, he was trying to keep them in business. 
our governor, Governor DeSantis. Now, the little bit I know about this man, and I don't know a whole lot now, but what I know about him, he try to keep the working people working, and he really do try to keep a business in business. He try to keep the schools safe from this riffraff and all this crazy stuff, and people don't like it because they have an opinion. And, and many times, opinions don't say keep safe. Opinions feel what they want, and that's what they want. Opinions sometimes don't see safety, don't care about safety, uh, the way something can turn bad. Opinions many days don't care about that. It's my opinion. I want it voiced. I want it done. I want people to join my opinion. But I'm going back to this, 1 Kings 18 and 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, Not a word. I think... We really, and I know some people did, but I think we really should have fasted and prayed for this man with the American opinion, with the American way, with wanting to keep America safe and keep America great, keep America going in the right direction so that there would be a future for your grandchildren and your children, your great-grandchildren. There would be a future in America for them. They can have better than we have. And it won't be evil, and it didn't come through evil channels. It came through the sweat of your brow. It come through you making the right decisions. It, 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 it come through you finding a way to help your neighbor, promote the right education, not an education that's destroying children at three and five years old, not teaching children about genders they really shouldn't know about yet. They will find these things. And if you do, you're not teaching them in a way where you're opening the door and making it popular so that the children will want to join a different gender than God made them to be born. But if you want to teach them about this, teach them in the right way and don't give them an opinion. This is what's in the world. And let it go. Don't do it in a way where they can make a choice. Some folks wasn't wasn't like that. But you gave them, a, and it became popular. And how many know children and the world follow popular things? You think I'm lying? How many in 19, I want to say 99, was doing all these tattoos? How many people you saw walking around with all these tattoos? You didn't. You saw military people, people coming out of prison. You saw a few. But it became a trend. It became a fad. It became a fashion. Everybody following everybody. So now it's widespread. It, the preachers got them. The choir members got them. 
after they was a choir member, not before they joined the choir, not before they started preaching, after they became preachers, they got these tattoos and, and nose rings and piercings and, and all this stuff. I'm telling you today, it appears that nobody want to be human. Everybody want to be a monster. Everybody want to change God's creation. Everybody want to change what God put in place. How is that? Why is that? Just like God have a purpose and a plan, so does the enemy. When God asked him what he was doing, he said he was going to and fro. <clears throat> the devil said he was going to and fro seeking whom he made the buy. If you're weak, if you just got an open mind to foolishness, he'll come right in and help you out. You think this is you thinking that way. Uh-uh. He's leading you that way. I've never seen so many mindless people in the history of my 65 years. Where the enemy has snatched these people's mind, took their mind, and they just out here operating, boop, 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 boop. And you can see they brainless, they clueless, mindless. And everybody following everybody. Somebody following somebody. If you follow me, I'm leading you to Jesus and drop you off. Praying for you. But I'm going to drop you off to Jesus. I can't lead you to tattoos. I can't lead you to an abortion clinic. I can't lead you to overseas work. I can't lead you to it's your thing, do what you want to do. Now, if you don't care about the opinion of others because you're obeying the word of God, I'm all for it. If you're obedient to the word of God and you're standing, and after standing, you're standing some more because you're standing on that solid foundation that won't give in, which is the word of God. Other than that, no. You got to be right. You got to have a mind to want to do right. It's more to life than stuff and things. When I tell you it's more than to life than the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, a lot of people wish they wouldn't have followed that foolishness. Now they can't make the house say that. The house has been more trouble than it was worth. Bit off more than they could chew. Some people didn't notice the economy thing was coming, COVID was coming, this and that. But if we from the beginning gave God our all, we say we Christians, and we giving God our all, we seeking God with our whole heart, he going to come in. And if we will allow him, he going to lead and guide us in the right path for his name's sake. I promise you. But when you got a form of godliness and you denying the power thereof, when you honor God with your lips but your heart, heart far from it because your mind is more on materialistic things, what the neighbors say, what people say, what the family say, you're going to miss out on the deal. But when you sell out to God 100% wholehearted, you don't care what nobody thinks. Because for God, I'm living up. For God, I'm dying. I'm walking up this king's highway in God. Not in what people think. The military, and it's been, Brother Lewis, I noticed that I think in 2002, I noticed that the military families was receiving food stamps. I noticed that there was an organization these ladies put together 
for military families when you first come on a certain base. If you didn't have formula for your baby, you barely had food, uh, you had problems with your electricity, different things like that, car payment, car. These ladies had come together. They give you a huge welcome basket. And then after that, whatever else you needed, later on they found out. You know, you told them. Then they would help you with these situations. But these men and women going to keep America safe. And you're going to let them get government assistance? These men and women going to keep you, who is the leadership of the country, the president, the senators, the governors, the mayors, they keeping all of us safe, and we going to just give them peanuts. What they get, they can't even buy steaks for their family. Now, let me tell you, where I've been, even up to Alaska, that military housing was off the chain. You're talking about beautiful. And you better keep it clean. I'm talking about top two bottle. It better be spotless. Because you know the military have a thing with that cleaning. And I don't know if they charge you or if they gave you a portion to pay or if it was free, military housing. Well, why don't we? Look, we take care of people who live in the project and they don't get up and job hunt. They, they don't get up and, and do nothing. They smoke weed all day and wallow around, have more babies, and they let them put the babies on welfare and more food stamps. We can do all that for these people, but we can't take care of veterans. Look at it now. Come on. The veterans should get more than anybody. Free medical, and I'm talking about the best medical that money can buy. Military men should have that in the, in the military and out of the military. For the rest of their lives, they should be taken care of, like the president. President ain't went nowhere and served nothing in no military. Never shot a bullet at nobody. Never went to a rag Vietnam nowhere. And and I just got an, a, a a little bit of news said that our government just sent another five hundred million dollars to Ukraine to pay their leaders' pensions. I don't give a rolling donut about the Ukraine leaders. It's not that I don't care about them. I can pray. But I need that $500 million right here in America to take care of these soldiers and their families. That's what I want it used for. I know single moms have it hard. I was a single mom. But if you got these babies without a husband, and then you had another baby, and another baby. And each baby you have, I got to pay for the medical part, you having the baby, prenatal care, and all of this. And then after the baby born, I still got to take care of the baby. Something is wrong with this picture. 
Now, it was told to me, and then, now this is not my opinion. This is what someone else's opinion and what they said to me. They keep people in the project and on welfare and all of this because they feel like they can control the area of where they are. That's not true. Because I can have a project apartment address, but I live in, a, in, in Ponte Vedra Beach. If you're from Jacksonville, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can have a project address, but I'm living in Ponte Vedra. You would ne- they would never think to trace me to Ponte Vedra. They would never think I'm in Ponte Vedra. $500 million. But Louis, isn't that what I said I wanted? $500 million to bless the American people. Something is not right because... I mean, you, you want the people to, to do whatever, but you don't want to honor them as American people. And you can care less about really what happened to Americans. The people that should be in prison are not in there. And the people that shouldn't be in prison are locked up. That's because there's no time taken. We're too busy uh, uh, making everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. So there's no time taken to see what's happening here. And I know things change, people change, the world has become wickeder and wiser, yes. That was an era, and even back in my day, somebody said, oh, you old, see, yeah, yeah, but look, how did I get here? How did I live to get old? I was taught. Yeah. Okay, and and, and I'm told that the 500 million, uh, that's in addition to the billion that was previously sent. So they're getting all the stimulus money that they gave out. They're getting taxes, this, that, and the other, but shipping it to a whole nother country. Why? Why? What kind of president is this we got? What is going on? When you got all these Americans in dire straits, all of these Americans in dire need, the elderly could use much more money. The elderly could use better medical. So you're taking billions and millions and sending it way to a whole nother country. And John Kennedy said that hate us, you're going to pay them to hate us. Let them hate us for free. Now look, this hurricane just hit. And you hear in a little spots and spit, even Governor DeSantis went down to Sarasota and all of that. But what are they really going to do for these people? Are they going to build back? Or what about the poor people down there? What about the homeless people that was there? What would be done for them? Or will they say, oh, well, you was homeless already. But you can send billions and millions, millions and billions overseas. Something is wrong with that picture. 
I see a lot of people they oh Democrats, Democrats, they gon' they gonna help us. They're gonna help y'all destroy the country. That's what they're gonna do. They say and they being shipped off from a reserve. I'm telling you what's going in to me, what's being told to me, I'm telling it to you. And if all of this is true, we're in trouble. Now, I know if Mr. Trump was in office, I know good and well a lot of things that went on and going on wouldn't wouldn't be happening. And I, I know people, oh, he prejudiced, he a fool, he this, he that. Look, I look at what he did while he was there. And let me tell you something. What he did while he was there, I don't care if somebody else started it or it was somebody else's idea, I can care less. He implemented it and got it done. That's what I cared about. I don't know. I got to go back and look for that show. But he released all these men from prison, black men. One had served 25 years, and he thought he would never see freedom again in his life. In 25 years, if you tell me a man ain't changed, I'll pay you. He don't want no more prison life. He don't want no more wrong. Now, if he out here in the free world in 25 years, he may not change. Okay. But in prison, in 25 years, that thing has worn you down. There is wear and tear, even in your mind. And if you turn a man loose that's done 25 years, he's going to be grateful, he's going to get a job, he's going to get somewhere and become a model citizen, as they call him. Some people say, well, see, he was institutionalized in that. So now he's going to come back. Yeah, he's going to come back and do the right thing. He's going to obey the laws of the land. The, 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 the man, Mr. Trump, turned these people loose. Now, I, I can't say money was involved. That's not my business. My business is you do right by the people. We the people. And that guy came to the show, came right here to Jesus in the morning and told us about it. He said, now, I know they, you know, against Mr. Trump and all of that, but he was the one who turned me loose after 25 years. Said some things black folks got to start looking at. We always we want a black president. We want a black president. What you want him so he can play basketball? What you want him for so he could go with Shanika, Lorraine, and all the rest of them and really had a country caught up into some foolishness? They talked about the man, Mr. Clinton. Oh, he's a black president. No, 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 no. You got to look at some things and stop all this nonsense. Stop all the color wasting. I'm with you because you're black. Now, I'm with you because you're right. Yeah, you can be any color you want and be evil. I'm with who's doing the right things. Who's for the American people? Who's supporting America? Who wants to keep America going in the right direction? That's what I'm for. I'm for when you're done wrong, there's a board you can go before and get it right. 
You can prove your case that I've been done wrong and now I want to be done right in America. But all of this looks like it's going out the window. The legal system, the courts, it need to go back. He said make America great again. That was a time when I was a girl. Listen, there was a judge in Jacksonville. Her name was Sarah Bryant. Jerry, I, I know you probably heard that. And she had a son, and they had a farm out, I think it was Callahan. And my dad used to go out there and do work for her. Because, see, my granddad, Cam, he was a carpenter. And so he taught my dad some things. Then my dad, he just inherited some stuff. So when it come to putting up a wire fence and wooden post, he was good at this. Church pews and rostals. And so people would hire him, you know, and in his spare time, this is what he did. And a lot of years when he took vacation, he didn't take us to the beach. He didn't take us to Georgia. He had to stay and go do different jobs that he had promised he would get done in the month of June when he took his vacation. So he went out and he worked for her. And sometimes he would uh, be asked to come to the courtroom. And I can remember my dad telling me that when people got in trouble, maybe it was your son, he got drunk Friday night and had a fight. And both of them end up in jail. Well, the parent would go to Judge Bryant, Sarah Bryant, and, you know, explain what kind of son he was and they would be responsible for him. This wouldn't happen no more. And she would let him out on bond on the word of the parents. And they didn't worry about it. Now, they didn't, they didn't concern themselves with it because if it was not true, he would be back. And when he would come back, she would give him some time at what they call the pea farm. You ever know what I'm talking about? If you're from Jacksonville, you know what I'm talking about. Because back during those days, the word was the bond. It was important for you to do what you said you was going to do. Because if you couldn't be trusted, nobody was going to deal with you. You couldn't get nothing because you couldn't be trusted. Today, it's a circus in a courtroom. Woo! Woo! Ooh, Jacksonville built this big old beautiful courthouse. It is gorgeous. And they have all these machines set up. When you go in, you got to empty uh, your pockets and everything in a, in a plastic bin thing. And then you run your purse through this machine. And they can see it. I'm talking about, they can see every nook crack and cranny in the purse. Then they got this wand, they wave it over you, and if the wand go off, then if it's your jewelry or whatever it is, you got to take it off. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. And then in that system, if you got money, you're going to go free. But if you don't have no money, you're going to jail. You're going to prison. They got all kind of riffraff going on. Nobody have time to investigate nothing because it costs money. And if you don't have no money, you can't have your case investigated. So they just throw you in the prison and you just stay there until whatever time they say it's over, it's over for you. 
See, $500 million and billions of dollars gone overseas when we could take money and use it to fix our legal system. It need a fixing. I'm telling you it does. Attorneys need fixing. Making all kind of deals, and you know it's not right. The prosecutors, they don't even know that person. But they just signing the dirtiest things they can say about them. I'm telling you what I know now. I was in court and the, 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 the lawyer come to me and say, hey, now if you got this amount of money, you're going to walk today. But if you don't have this kind of money, she's going to give you 60 days, 90 days. I said, what? I said, yeah, you see this courtroom? I said, yeah, you see how beautiful it is? I said, yeah, somebody got to pay for this. Did you hear that? So I'm not being paying for my sin. I'm paying so the courtroom can keep looking pretty. I'm paying so when you walk down the hall, they shine like glass. The building can be beautiful. Whether I'm a murderer or whatever I've done. Because I got money, I'm paying my way out of trouble. Not just one time, it, 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 it keep, history keep repeating itself. When I tell you the courtroom, the way I see it, it's like a slaughter pen. I went in one over two weeks ago, and the prosecutors, it's so many of them in, 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 on the left, let's say. And on the right, it's a bunch of attorneys. They only have so many tables, and they done doubled the tables, put the tables behind each other now where the attorneys sit. There's so many prosecutors and attorneys in the courtroom. It's ridiculous. Now, this is for big crime. This, this is not for misdemeanor. This is for felony crime. This is for murders. Uh, folk done been to prison for shooting, and now they found with another gun. Because if you're doubling your trouble, you should go back to prison. You didn't learn the first time. You're going to get out and do something, kill another person? It, it, it is bad news where I lived before I went to prison. When I get out, and it's still bad news, I'm not going back to that area, to my homeboys, mama living over. No, no, I, I, I need a whole different state or city that's far away. I, I need... To be, if I come from Jacksonville, take me to Tallahassee, Pensacola. I don't want to go back to Jacksonville doing the same thing I used to do. Because if I go back down in there, in familiar places, it's going to come up again. I'm going I'm, I'm to do some of the same stuff and back up in prison. Now, that's not an opinion. That's the truth right there. Yeah. But it's all messed up. And we need a president who can, we need a leader who can straighten it out. And I know people hate, oh, I think she, she loved Trump. I think she voted for Trump. I think she's a Trump supporter. I will say this. I don't think he's weak and wimpy. I don't think Trump is a wimp, now, Mr. Trump. I, I don't think he's that. <laughs> I think he's got a sound, solid mind on what he's going to do, and I think he does it. And I don't think you could sell out to him and 
and think you're going to get away with it. Now, that I, that I don't think you can do him like that. And again, if you grieve, he love you. If you're not grieved with money, you know, $100 on all four corners of yourself, I really don't think he cares. But I believe this man wanted to do America right because he loved America. And I believe he really do want America to be here for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren. I really do think that. But by the, by the actions of others, I can't say that. Because if the millions and billions are true, if you're giving out all the military on food stamps, something is wrong with the picture. These folk go and fight for us, and I'm going to give them some food stamps. They got all kind of commissaries and all of this. Just go in and get what you want. You want a half a cow? Okay, go get your half a cow. Oh, you want us to cut it up? And when they go to buy furniture, when they go to buy deep freezer, it, 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 it should just be at a, a cost so low. If a, if a deep freezer for his size family, it's only three of them. Two babies, I mean one baby, the mama and the daddy. And right now all they need is a chest, a little chest size freezer. When he go in there to get the freezer, they tell him, uh, that's $50. He can afford $50. He want a car. Ever so many years, he should be able to go back and get him a brand new car. Not a dime on it. Now, you're going to pay your car insurance, Mr. Military Man, but the car itself is free. Why? You want to keep the country safe. Especially if you fought in a war, and you, and if you came back here with any kind of injury from the war, I want to take care of you. Now, if you haven't fought in the war, and you just woke up every morning and went to PT and ran a little bit and came back home and, you know, you're up there playing around with radios and stuff like that, then guess what? I'm going to give you a good pay. I'm going to give you some good pay now. Because war can break out and you can go. Yes, sir, you can go. So I'm going to pay you well, but now you won't be one of the ones, unless you've been to war, that, that can, you know, get the $50 freezer. And that, that freezer might be $89, $99, but you got to pay a little bit more. I can't completely just all the way almost give it to you. Because you really didn't go to war, you joined the military, you ate good, you got a pay good paycheck, you got medical. Now, you still get your medical for you and your family. Your children get it today, they get grown and die or whatever, or they join or whatever. Yeah, that kind of thing. Because I believe if we did the right things right, we'd continue to come to us. But all this foolishness, we support the work of the devil, uh-uh. But God really already has blessed America, and he's continuing to allow his grace and his mercy for us. But when are we going to show him love? When are we going to show almighty God obedience? When are we going to do what he would have us to do? Excuse me. Yeah. And I pray for the military. Yeah. Every branch, 
pray for the administration of our military because I'm telling you, if it wasn't for these people, it would be some crazy stuff going on. If we have a situation in the inside the country here, they call for these people, they go down and they fix it, especially that National Guard. Look like they get there before anybody. And they on a reserve. I think they go every two weeks and train. Yeah. They, these people lead their families. The dad is not there to, to grow up with the child. The mom is not there. She's keeping the country safe. Mm-hmm. So they deserve more. But we the people, you know, I don't know what we can do because maybe we can't come together. I don't know. And have some things fixed that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And it's all right in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to one more request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in today.
while you're from Pastor Pinkney. And you fight on. I love that song right there. And I love that music. I just love the steel guitars in it and everything. And uh, he did a wonderful job with that one. And we thank God that uh, I was able to get it. Good gospel music. So I'm thankful. The studio is open. If anyone have something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in and share. Maybe I missed some things. Or maybe I'm not quite understanding some things. Because, you know, I'm really not into politics, but I can see some things that, ooh, but anyway, we thank God that he's able to see us through, and I'm not doubting about the way today. I'm not complaining. I'm not grumbling. I'm not mumbling, mumbling, uh, uh, any of that, because guess what? God is a good God, and he is faithful, and whatever I need, he supplies, and so I can't complain. But I pray for others, and I pray for the leadership of this country. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for them, because they need leadership themselves. They need to be led, and they need to be led by the Spirit of God, because if you're led by the Spirit of God, you can treat people right. You can do people right. A lot of people come to me because they believe I'm going to treat them right. They believe my word is my bond. They believe if I can't do something, I'm, I will allow them to know. It was a time when if I couldn't do something, I wouldn't say a word. You just was out of gas. You was waiting on it. That was up to you. Keep waiting because I wasn't coming. Yeah. But if any man again this morning be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Yeah. So we learn better. We do better. And I'm telling you, when I look at 1 Kings 18 and 21, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long halt ye between two opinions? And we do that. I'm looking over here, but you got to do some research today, some real research. Before you're talking about voting for somebody, you got to really get in there. How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Now you say you want to follow God. Follow God. You say you don't want nothing to do with the devil. But if you feel that the devil is God, then follow him. And you see what troubles you come upon. A lot of times people don't understand it's your action. It's your thinking. It's your action. It's what you're doing. It's what you participate in. It's what you're a part of that bring trouble your way. I don't get up into sororities. I don't join clubs like that. Yeah, I saw that, Brother Lewis. He was all over there at the Salvation Army. Listen, Sally. <laughs> but listen, we we got to watch as well as pray. I'm talking to the believer, the, the saint, the Christian this morning. We have got to watch as well as pray and be careful what we get caught up into. You couldn't pay me to join a motorcycle club today. What? 
And I got to be careful, even the church I attend, because either we for God over here or we're against him. Either you're over here entertaining me or you're over here uh, giving somebody what they like. Now, I need somebody giving God what he requires. That's what I need to do. So I'm thankful unto the Lord. Yeah, I saw I saw Sally was over there feeding people and it's no telling what else else they over there doing the Salvation Army, y'all. They was over being a blessing in those areas where people had to evacuate some of them and, you know, blood, oh man. Cause Sidney was a fool. <laughs> I saw it, the girl sent me the video. And they told you do not walk in the street, don't drive nowhere. You don't know how deep the holes are, whatever, unwashed out or washed in or whatever. And one incident, I saw a shark swimming down the street in the city. And, oh, uh-uh. Yeah. But we thank God. We thank God he kept many of us safe. And I knew I would be okay, and I knew my house would be okay and all of that. Prayed and went on. Wow, all the way, came all the way from Oregon with cat teams. My goodness, they came to feed. Yeah, came to help the people. But uh, if no one else have anything they would like to say this morning, that's, that's all I have. I'm going to pray us out, and we pray the Lord uh, bring us back tomorrow morning. Well, you know what? Okay, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. But if I'm not here tomorrow, uh, then I will be back on Friday. Yeah, I believe the Lord is saying the same for Friday because tomorrow um, I need to go do a few things uh, for the family. Yeah, where the, young, where the son passed away. So I need to go do some things over there. So I may not be here in the morning, but if so, you'll see it on the marquee. If not, just call in. Let's see what happens. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is faithful. All right. No one else. All hearts and minds are clear, as they say in church. In church. All right. So we'll pray out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done. We thank you, Lord, that not our will, but your will will be done. Yeah, it must be done. And, Father, you yet have a purpose and a plan for man. We know that you're able to see us all through. God, we know that no matter what come our way, we accept what you allow, and we patiently wait on you. Father, we believe this morning. We have faith in you and your word and your will and your ways of doing things. We trust you, Lord. With everything that we got, we trust you. We don't trust man, but we trust you. Lead and guide us this week in the right path for your name's sake. Open doors and make ways unto us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to study your word. Help us to pray. Help us to seek your face, O God. Turn from our wicked ways. We know that you're going to hear from heaven. Forgive our sins and heal the land or do it for us today. In the name of Jesus, bless the leadership of this country. Wake them up, oh God, and remind them that you are true, you're alive and well, 
and you have the last word on everything. And they may have a plan, but if it's against your plan, their plan will self-destruct. But God, your plan will be in place, and it will do what you set out for it to do. Help the leadership of this country. We stand in the need. Anything that's not of you, Lord, we cast it down in the name of Jesus, sending it to the pits of hell, never to return. Father, we ask that you would rebuke it for our sake. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, loose your many blessings, your many miracles in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And thank you, Lord. And Father, bless our going out today and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives again, according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Again, we ask all of these things. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you right now. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, October the 5th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day. And we're going to our last song of the morning.
And when I 